Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Here we are with another episode of Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Matt Irvin and Aaron Kennedy with you today on this wonderful Friday. Aaron, it never ceases to amaze me the list of current events that we can add. This gets longer and longer and longer. Every time we look for more certainty, we seem to end up with less. So uh, this has been a a huge week, noise overseas. Tell us a little bit about what's going on and some more domestically as well. If we just look at the world, man, it's it's been a horrible horrible week you know the, the atrocities that's happening uh in israel uh palestine you know there's a lot of devastation out there it's sad and, yeah it's just gut-wrenching we don't know really what's going to happen going forward and it's news and something will be done something has to be done but uh from there how far does it escalate who knows right who right. really knows um well, we were talking earlier, you know, we were talking about you know, guns, ammunition, et cetera. But I think at this point, it's just, it's like, yeah, we've sent them some, but has it even dipped into our reserves? You know, who the heck knows and how much more is it going to take? So really all it does is creates a little bit of uncertainty, yes. um, which is one more nugget of uncertainty in this, uh, in the market. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. You were, you were saying earlier, how does, has the defensive stocks moved? Yeah. That was a, I think that was, that was big in the news, right? They right. were saying, you know, floods of it, but come to find out, is it really, did they really get flooded? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're spending quite a bit on defense and we always have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looking around the world, we can see why. But whether we're ramping up right now or not, I don't know, don't think so. You know, I know we did send a lot of our inventory, our older inventory over to Ukraine but um, we're constantly producing. And, uh, you know, yeah, those stocks will be affected on things that we weren't planning for. Right. But it's already happened, and so it's going to be smooth sailing on the defensive stocks. Um, one thing that I think is interesting is what happens if we do go to war? That's I mean, our tanks do not run on batteries. That's right. There's no plug-in stations to charge our banks when we're overseas. Right. So we did something, which is spend down our reserves. Yeah. You know, so that is one area. If we do go into uh, some kind of conflict, uh, I think more than likely it'll it'll affect oil, oil prices. more than anything else. That's interesting. Yeah. So, and I mean, when you when you think about it, most things tie back to oil. Because even if you think about how do those factories manufacture, it's usually not purely on green energy right no, no. so that's that's interesting so, so yeah got to use it to make steel and everything else and uh it's big need yeah so we had some uh kind of bringing it back domestically we had some of our inflation prints come out uh, what's going on with that yeah inflation's a little bit higher um than we anticipated unless you work for the government i don't think anybody's shocked by that uh <laughs> but um it went higher, and it has been coming down. Now, of course, this is just one week. You know, this is a blip in time, so, I mean, it could automatically turn down the other way. And the numbers didn't blow through so much, like, oh, my gosh, you know, no. nothing like that. It was just a lot higher than we anticipated. 
And this is going to affect a lot if it stays here or continues to creep up. I still don't even know if the Fed will increase interest rates. We're highly uh, restrictive right now. Maybe it goes up another percentage point, but I, I really think they're going to try to hold out here and see what they've done so far. At least that's really what I'm hoping for. Well, and they'd be smart too, right? Because when yeah. we think about the, you know that next level of uncertainty, if we're going to have to finance a ward, we really want to finance it another 25 basis points higher than yeah, we are today. Exactly. So there's something else to think about. And, and you know, we kind of got into, you know, earnings a little bit this week as well. I was at this morning in the bank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is earnings, time of the, uh, the quarter of earnings. So um, banks came out this morning. And the, they did well. They, they beat expectations. And you can kind of see that in the market, that Dow Jones is outperforming the NASDAQ. And, I mean, we might have people in the office that weren't born the last time. This one day. You know, the, the banks have done well, and they've, they've pushed up the market. And that regardless of what your feelings are, we need a healthy banking system, whatever that might be, for our economy to work. Right. So... Looking back in time, the banks did well. Yeah, well, so, it's that flow of money, right? You know, I think people are still spending. That's obviously running up inflation. But even if the spending slows, you still need a healthy flow of money yeah. because that means people aren't hoarding it or just not transacting. Because even if you you get your inflation in order, you still have to have a healthy economy, right? Your right. money has to change hands. Well, that's what the banks are doing. You know, the Fed's trying to slow us down. Um, so these are just, just an example guys, but you know, you throw, let's say you throw a hundred thousand in the bank, mm -hmm. bank turns around and loans out 500,000. Then that's the velocity of money. So seeing that the banks are beating on their earnings and their revenue, money is flowing, money is being created. So that, that is good. Yeah. That is very good, very good sign. And you know, over the next several weeks, we're going to see what parts of the economy are doing mm -hmm. well. You know what parts of the economy are struggling and that's going to be the really interesting part of what's going on right now in our economy well and, and you think businesses they'll still do long-term capital expenditures if they can make their profits yes they don't like the higher cost of capital but they can deal with it as long as it's not a variable cost of capital yes right? that's right so if we get a little certainty from the fed at least on you know, it's this higher for longer, just a pause or whatever, whatever gimmick they're talking this week. Yeah. We may have some direction and, and some, some runway, if you will. Okay. Think about corporate finance. And uh, if you're a company and you're building a factory, uh, if you make a dollar, you go through with it. Your, your return has to be greater than your cost of capital. That's right. And whether it's debt or stock or whatever that is, if you make a buck, you go, go through it. So, I mean, it's, it's actually a calculation. doesn't matter if interest rates are eight and a half. doesn't matter if they're 15. doesn't matter if they're one. You make a buck, you do the project. That, that's right. That's right. So, profits, right? Yeah, that's right. It's profits. And the, the higher interest rates are, you're more selective. Sure. But uh, just think if we're at the peak, I'm not saying we are, but if we're at the peak of interest rates, you build this factory knowing you can make a buck at these interest rates, and then they drop back down. Yeah, we're making some money, yeah. and um, it's a good time. Well, and, and some of the people that are doing things now are doing it much more cash-centric, 
right? So they're able to get a jump start on some of those capital projects, and the interest rates aren't necessarily affecting them. I mean, that's not to say for everybody. Yeah, right? yeah. But if you every industry is different. If you could get a two year jump on everybody else, uh, would you? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So that's what makes the world go around. I mean, that's what what gives you that. The first step is so important. Competitive you know, edge, right? Yeah, you, you're the first one out there. You know, here's a great example: Tesla versus Ford electric vehicles. There you go. Which one's doing well and which one's really struggling? Right. You know, <laughs> the first mover effect uh, is huge. Yeah, so that's great point right. right there. Well, and you you mentioned Ford, and I don't I don't know have you and I don't know how much you've looked into the strikes, but they expanded. Have you had any chance to see the impact of the auto strikes at all? Um, no, I was listening this morning, and it's pretty much at a standstill. I think Ford has said, hey, this is all we can do. That's I heard, yep. And, and just think, as of right now with what they're doing, it's going to add, was it $2,500 for every vehicle comes out yeah. of your pocket? Right, <laughs> right. Out of your pocket. Yeah. Think of every single vehicle, 2500 of that goes to the workers. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a big, big number, yeah. big number. And I'm not saying I'm for it or against it, but at some point the numbers matter, and you know yeah. it's not uncommon to see a hundred thousand dollar vehicle. Heck, if you want a Ford three quarter ton, you're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Um, how much further can you get? I, I don't know if I was speaking about this. Uh, I saw some numbers the other day, and it used to be like in the forties about. 12 and a half, 20% of your money goes to purchasing a house. Right. Now you go to 2023, the average person spends 43% of their money wow. by a car. By a car. <laughs> I know. Well, it's broken, man. I mean, you don't have a house, so you park your car underneath a nice little bridge yeah. and you live there. Something's broken. Yep. <laughs> well, but two, it's, it's the interest rate environment has been so low for so long yeah. they were able to run you know Ford pickups up to 120 something thousand for the yeah. for the bells and whistles so and they, they did that by selling a payment that's right you know think they used to get 36 48 months 48 months was a long time on a car right right and now, they're lasting longer yeah some of them yeah now we're getting to like a 30-year mortgage for a vehicle just right. paid off over your lifetime right did you know you can finance a living quarters horse trailer like a house like a mortgage no yeah yeah wow. that's wow. i don't know that's they're crazy. awfully nice well it is but it's a home on wheels <laughs> anyway so all right so um We've got more earnings coming out. Obviously, that'll give us some direction of, of that's more of a backwards look, what happened, but that'll help us feel good. So, right. you know, I think last time we talked, Santa Claus Rally was a little bit on the fence, too early to tell the pure momentum of that. Right. So we're still waiting, hanging out for that. But hopefully yes. with some positive earnings, we'll see some see some positive market flows. But again, it's just it's just that discipline through this uncertainty and, and this week adds more of it. But I think they've got the house speaker figured out. I'm not sure if the vote got done or not, but they've got, they've got their nominee anyway. So. Yeah. I think that was X'd last night. Oh, it was. I could be way off. Um, I thought I saw something that they, that was back. He backed out. Oh, he did. well, night, there you so go. Then. Still vacated. Right. Um, yeah. I'm hoping I'm wrong on that. Um, but I think still more. Uncertainty. Okay. Well, then we're going to stick to our guns because we're earning some pretty good yield on our interest rates and then our, our yes. uh, 
our defensive equities are, are doing well, especially that exposure to the Dow. So um, anyways, as always, if you have any questions about your personal portfolios or questions about the market things that we're not discussing you'd like us to be, let's talk about it. Let's get in front of it and let's, uh, let's make this as interactive as we can, right? Yeah, That'd be yeah. great. So, All right. Um, Aaron, any last minute words before we wrap up today? Man, just uh, prayers to everybody being affected, you know, out in Israel. Uh, and, and I hope they can figure out and, and keep people safe. Yeah. Uh, lots of families are affected, and we just really need to keep them in our prayers and uh, look to support how we can. Yep, I learned that. Well, thank you, Aaron, for those words. And um, that'll wrap up today's episode of Black and White Market Minute on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member Fenner SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.